Episode 47 Worry Just as the sun set over the bay, my wife and I happened to meet two neighbors, also out for a late evening walk. Weather was the first topic of conversation. We knew nothing about the weather, except that it was a wonderful evening. They knew of weather in other places. Hot weather. It has been the hottest summer ever for 21 major cities in the country, Dan said. Global warming. He went on and on and on. This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. Can't we even enjoy a sunset? Why is it that we must always have some major, insurmountable worry? I have enough worries about the cracked windshield, the discoloration of my toenails, the crick in my back. But no, on top of that, the planet is burning. When I was born, we were deep into a massive world war. Millions of people fought and died. Tens of millions of others across the globe were starved, enslaved, tortured, maimed, and persecuted. We prevailed and somehow went on to new heights of consumption, expansion, and personal gratification. And all of this, just after weathering, excuse the use of the word, the depression Jobs disappearing, land blowing away, families uprooted, food lines, winter with no heat, and the banks with no money. It was a worry to everyone. I don't remember the Depression. It was before my time. But I've heard tales of it from my parents' generation. All of my life. It was not a good time to be alive. Around the age of 10... I remember spreading the Des Moines Register newspaper on the floor and gazing at the picture page. Black and white photos from the Korean front. The Chinese communists were pouring across the border. MacArthur threatened to lay down a nuclear curtain along the China-Korean border. The Yalu River. Now that was something to worry about. Nuclear bombs had ushered out the world of World War II and ushered in the worry of nuclear annihilation. This was not a minor concern. We were taught to duck and cover, a race to build bigger bombs than the Russian menace became an obsession. The communist challenge became an obsession. We counted nuclear warheads on colored charts, Breakfast cereal gave away plastic replicas of missiles intended to deliver. Communists were godless people who were out to conquer the world. We had to be strong, and we definitely had to worry. Worry big time. Not as if I didn't have enough to worry about. What with turning into a teenager, there was puberty and all the worries it prompts. Summer jobs, cars, and girls athletics and academics, college and paying for it. Worries were never in short supply. Sputnik was launched, and we knew that they could reach us with missiles. The nuclear cloud that we envisioned 
rising out of the ashes of civilization was no illusion. My wife's uncle, Frank, built an incredible bomb shelter underneath his garage in Cedar Falls, Iowa. Food and weapons were stockpiled. The federal budget could not grant enough money to the arms race. The Cuban Missile Crisis was real. The Navy bases on the East Coast emptied out as I drove into Washington, D.C. for the first time. Worry was very justified, big time. This nuclear communist threat then seemed to bludgeon us to death in Vietnam. We had to not only protect our shores, but we had to protect all shores no matter the location. We worried enough to sacrifice tens of thousands of our young men in a war. Eventually the war ended, but the world didn't, and neither did our worries. I wanted to think about passing college classes, getting a job, getting married, having children, paying the rent, but at the same time, I had bigger fish to fry. In the last half of the 1960s, Rachel Carson published Silent Spring, Garrett Hardin, Tragedy of the Commons. In 1969, I started teaching a class in Anchorage focused on those two books. We didn't know what to entitle the class. We finally settled on a newly used word environment. The first question everyone asked us was, what is that all about? The following year, the first celebration of Earth Day took place. The water, the air, animals, and plants, the very earth that we inhabit was threatened by poisons, careless husbandry, exploitation, and calloused indifference to how we make money. We had something to worry about now, and it was all tied up with the exploding population bomb. We didn't have a chance at survival. The earth was awash with people. We would soon all starve and kill one another in a basic struggle for survival. This worry has now morphed into the phrase global warming. Environmental crisis has been with us for a long time. But it just seems like most of civilization is just waking from a 40-year sleep. Now our worry has plenty of company. Then came 9-11. Terrorists became another major concern. We sacrificed many of the liberties and freedoms guaranteed in our Constitution instantly. The legislature approved unprecedented powers to the president. We should worry about our local sewage treatment plant, our water supply, our ferry terminal, our airports, and shipping ports. We should be worried on a daily basis. Nail clippers are instruments of terror. Shampoo bottles are confiscated at airports. What is going on here? 
As we gazed at a beautiful red sunset, my neighbor insisted on one last shot. Pollution from China, drifting across the Pacific, is responsible for the beautiful color, he said. I just wanted to enjoy the sunset, ride my bike, play my guitar, talk to some friends. Worry is something I would like to leave behind at some time in my life. Retirement seems like the perfect time to me, especially at sunset. This is Retirement Talk.